Hey everybody, I'm Pastor Jeff Dawes, lead pastor here at Stockbridge Community Church. And I just want to say thank you for listening to our podcast today. I hope this message inspires you and encourages you. Enjoy today's message. We're going to be going to Matthew's Gospel, chapter 26, verse number 69. And if you have one of our Bibles... That can be found on page 534, 534. I want you to know, again, talking about Israel, one of the reasons that we love the people of Israel so much is because what you're holding in your hand, we would not have without them. God used the people of Israel to give us his word. I'm about to read to you this an account of where Simon Peter is is actually, Jesus is actually being on trial right now before he's crucified. And this is where his closest follower, what happens and what he does. Look what it says. Verse 69. Now Peter was sitting out in the courtyard and a servant girl came to him. You also were with Jesus of Galilee, she said. But he denied it before them all. I don't know what you're talking about, he said. Then he went out to the gateway where another servant girl saw him and said to the people there, this fellow was with Jesus of Nazareth. He denied again with an oath, I don't know the man. After a little while, those standing there, standing there went up to Peter and said, surely you are one of them. Your accent gives you away. Then he began to call down curses, and he swore to them, I don't know the man. Immediately, what happened, everybody? A rooster crowed. That's so important. Before the rooster crows, then Peter remembered the words of Jesus had spoken. Before the rooster crows, you would disown me how many times? And he went outside and what? wet bitterly. Would you do me a favor? Would you just hold your hands out like this? Would you bow your heads? Would you repeat this prayer after me? Dear God, I'm here today. I open my mind and my heart. Fill me, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. God bless you. You may be seated, everybody. I want to share with you Again, that I have this book I've written for you, and I'm giving you a copy. It's called Forgiveness. Again, it's thin, everybody. Men read thin. (laughs) But it is full of powerful information. I've had so many people talk to me about this. One lady said, you know what, Pastor Jeff, before we started this series, I was having trouble sleeping. But now that we're in forgiveness and I'm letting things go, I'm sleeping all night. So I just want to challenge you. Listen, and listen, if you, I'm going to give you a copy, but I want to challenge you to buy a copy. They're $10. Buy 10 copies and give them to your friends. And those of you that are online, listen, no matter where you're watching in the world, you can just Google my name, Jeff Dawes, and you can find a copy of this book. You can find it. It's on, Walmart has it. It's all over the place. You can find it anywhere that they sell books. So just Google that. Today... I'm so excited. Man, I almost called you at 5 o'clock this morning. I am so excited because I know what the opportunity is going to happen today. 
the opportunity you to get free. We've been talking about forgiveness, and we said this, that forgiveness is not forgetting, because if you could forget, you would not need to forgive. So we know that no matter what's happened in our lives, those thoughts are going to come back, right? So we've, we've said this, so this is what forgiveness is. Forgiveness is choosing to release those feelings of hurt, of anger, and of resentment when those thoughts come. In other words, we can't stop the thoughts from coming, but we don't have to hold on to them. Amen, everybody? We can release them. We make the choice. And so we've been saying these three words. I'd like for you to say them with me. They're coming up on the screen. Let's say them. I choose forgiveness. I choose forgiveness. Today, we're going to talk about forgiving yourself. One of the things that I found the most challenging in my life is to forgive myself. But I want you to know this, that I've discovered this. One of the greatest causes of depression is people unwilling to forgive themselves. When you hold on to unforgiveness against yourself, it will cause you to be depressed. And so today, I hope that you will be free, that you will let yourself go. I believe that that's going to happen. That's my prayer for you. So I want to begin to talk to you. I want to give you three things today that I think are so powerful. And when we choose to forgive ourselves, this happens. So how do you forgive yourself? I'm going to start with number one is this, is cast myself on God's mercy. Cast myself on God's mercy. The greatest tool that the devil uses against us and we use, some, and, and we use against ourselves is guilt and shame. Amen, everybody? Anybody in this room ever felt guilty before? Let me see your hand. Yes, just about all of us. There's a difference between guilt and shame. Guilt says, I did bad. Shame says, I am bad. Did you hear that, everybody? Guilt says, I did bad, but shame says, I'm bad, bad, bad. Our parents, when we used to get in trouble, our parents would say, aren't you, you should be ashamed of yourself. Unfortunately, they didn't know what they were saying. They were trying to tell us you shouldn't do that again. You should feel bad about what you did, but you are not what you did. Amen, everybody? You are not what you did. Just because I told a lie one time does not make me a liar. I lied one time. Every, now, if you lie every time you open your mouth, you're a liar. <laughs> Amen, everybody? But the devil will tell you that's what you are, and that's not true. So today, as Simon Peter, we saw that how he made him, how the, he denied Jesus. I mean, how do you get worse than that? That's about as bad as you can get. And look, he wrote two books in the Bible after he repented. And the first book, one of those books is called 1 Peter. And he begins to write this. Look what he says. He said, let us give thanks to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ because of his great what, everybody? Mercy. Great mercy. By the way, let me just, before we go on, mercy. What is mercy? Mercy is this, is that you don't give me what I deserve. In other words, when, you know, there's been, the, if you get stopped by a police officer and you were speeding, there's no doubt about it, you were speeding, and they come up to your window and, and, and they give you a yellow piece of paper that says warning. 
You just receive mercy, everybody. Amen. Not that I've got any experience with that. <laughs> because of his great mercy, he gave us what, everybody? New life. By raising, Christ, by raising Jesus Christ from death, this fills us with a what? Living hope. Because Jesus gave us mercy, because of God's mercy, he's not given us what we deserve, then we have a living hope. The next verse I want to tell you that Simon Peter wrote was this. In 1 Peter 5 and uh, 6, he says this, Therefore, humble yourself. Humble yourself. That means I need help. Amen, everybody? Pride keeps you from asking from help for help. Therefore, humble yourself under God's mighty hand. Oh, that's the way I memorized it. Therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your what? Care. Upon him, for he cares. he cares for you. Now, when he says cast your cares, one translation says your anxieties. He's not talking about casting like, a, like you would cast a fishing rod, you know, not casting a line. He, the, the, the original writing means this. It means like having something heavy, like carrying a, a big boulder, a big, you know, rock. You've got it in your arms and you, you can barely even, you can't even hardly walk. It's so heavy. And, and, and you're holding this boulder. And when he says, cast your carriage, what he means is, let it go. He didn't mean throw it. He didn't mean anything else but just simply let it go. You got the boulder, you got the weight, you're going down under it, and finally you just let it go. And when you release it, it's called casting your cares on him. And there's some of you today, because you've been, you have been unwilling to forgive yourself, because you keep having the thoughts about what you did, you see, remember that forgiveness is not forgetting. It's choosing to let it go, to release it every time you feel it. Amen, everybody? Amen. And so today, the boulder that you've been carrying around of unforgiveness, and it weighs you down today, is the day that you let it go. And you just freely let it go. And it's amazing what God will do in your life when you let it go. Let me tell you, when you cast your cares by letting it go, you lose your despair. When you cast your cares, you release your despair. You don't feel like that dark cloud is over your head anymore when you cast your cares. If you keep your cares and you keep holding on to it, it's like you're walking around with this huge weight and it's weighing you down. And so today, I want to challenge you to release it. Matter of fact, Jesus said this, Matthew eleven twenty eight. What's, the, what's those first three words, everybody? Come on, would everybody say it out loud? Come on, what are they? Come to me. Come to me. You hear that? That's an invitation. Come to me, who? All. all. Come to me, all, who, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find what, everybody? Rest for your See, the rest you need is not physical rest. The rest you need is spiritual rest from here to here. Amen, everybody? Amen. Rest for yourself, letting it go. Now, let me just be transparent with you. 
It's hard to let something go on your own. You've got to have a power within you. It's not what's on the outside of you that matters. It's what's on the inside of you. And that's why we follow Jesus Christ. Because when we become followers of Jesus Christ, we ask him to come inside of us and live. And his Holy Spirit, something that we can't see, we say like the wind, you can't see it. You only feel its effect. And so today you have to, and Jesus said, come to me, you have to invite him to come into your life. He doesn't just do it. Amen, everybody? And so today we're going to give you the opportunity, all of you in this room and those of you that are watching online today to invite him into your life so that you can cast your cares and let it go on him and watch what he will do for you. You'll find rest for your soul. So I'm going to say this prayer. I'm going to ask everybody in the room to repeat it with me. And those of you in the room and those of you that are watching online, Today, those of you that are not Christ followers, I pray today that you would make that decision. You would say this prayer, mean it in your heart, and he's going to become your savior. Amen, everybody? Amen. Come on, let's all say it. Would you say this prayer after me? Close your eyes. Dear God, thank you for Jesus. Jesus, I ask you, come into my life. Forgive me. Save me. Help me to do your will. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Come on, let's give God a hand, everybody. Amen. Those of you that prayed that prayer today, online and in the room, I want you to check that box on your connection card. It said, I prayed the prayer to become a Christ follower. I'm going to send you something in the mail that's going to help you. Listen, over 600 people already this year have checked the box. Isn't that, isn't that awesome, everybody? And so you, that's your first step. Again, I'm going to send you something in the mail to help you with your next step. But the next physical step you can do is what these people did this morning, baptism. Why don't you, if you, if you need to be baptized, why don't you check that box? I encourage you to do so. It's something in that water. Amen, everybody? Okay, remember our three words that we're saying through this series is what? I choose forgiveness. I choose forgiveness. Let's say it again. I choose forgiveness, even forgiving myself. Amen? Amen. Now, so number two, here it is. It's a big one. Stop rehearsing my failure. Oh, boy. I feel freedom in the room, everybody. I'm trying to contain myself because I know what's coming your way. It's good. On Easter Sunday morning... The first one. Mary, the mother of Jesus, was running to the tomb and she had two friends with her. They ran to the tomb and Jesus had an angel there and the angel spoke to them and this is what the angel said. Don't be alarmed, he said. You are looking for Jesus, the Nazarene, who was crucified. He is risen. He's not here. See the place where they laid him. But go tell his disciples and who? Isn't it amazing? The man who had denied him. He said, go tell Peter. He's going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him just as he told you. Jesus was telling the angel to tell them to come to go get Simon Peter as well. So they, and basically what he was saying is stop rehearsing your hurt. Stop rehearsing your hurt. Stop replaying your hurt. Now, when, when you and I 
When you and I rehearse the pain of our past, it brings pain into the present. When you and I rehearse the pain of our past, we keep replaying it over and over in our mind, it brings pain into the present. You will never get over what you keep rehearsing. Watch this, everybody. Matter of fact, next week I'm talking about forgiving God, too, so you don't want to miss that. Now, I know that sounds crazy, but there's a lot of people need to do it. Watch this. When I was younger, I had these songs that I heard when I was a kid that replay in my mind still to this day. Like there was this one particular song that I remember I was singing it was when I was a kid. It was called Drift Away. And it went like this. Give me the beat, boys, that frees my soul. I want to get lost in the rock and roll and drift away. Now, the way that I remember that song and the way that I sang it for years was, give me the Beach Boys, three months old. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It was well after Ron and I was married and she heard me one day. I said, give me the Beach Boys, three months old. She said, what are you singing? I said, the Beach Boys. She said, Jeff, it doesn't say that. There was a group when I was younger, you know, when I was one of those rebel teenagers called ACDC. And they sang a song that went like this. I'm on a highway to hell. I'm on a highway to... You know what? And I sang that song. After I'd become a Christian, it would pop into my mind sometimes. And I would sing, I'm on the highway. And I'd go, no, 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 no. <laughs> you ever done that? Yes. And for you country music fans, Hank Williams Jr. If heaven ain't a lot like Dixie, I don't want to go. <laughs> okay. It was about that bad, too. And I would sing those songs because I had remembered them. And like, I would feel so guilty. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 I don't want to sing that. And what I found out was this. I could not help that those songs come to my mind, but I did not have to sing them. Amen, everybody. Just because they came to my mind and the tune began to play did not mean that I had to say them out loud or sing them. And there's some of you right now that you're play on your playlist of your past is a song of your past that you keep playing. There's some of you that are playing this song right here. If I would have been a better mom or a better dad, then my children would not have done or turned out the way they did. Can I tell you something? God had two children, Adam and Eve, and both of them messed up. Matter of fact, we in this world today messed up because they messed up. And God was the perfect father, everybody. Amen. So you need to give yourself a break today. Amen? Yeah. You got to remember, you got to remember, those children have their own mind. They have their own attitude. They have their own actions. You can't do anything about that. We just pray for them. Amen, everybody? And let yourself go. Okay. Some of you are singing songs of shame. Because you had a sexual experience that you're ashamed of. It happened. 
And every time you start thinking about it, it was with a boyfriend or girlfriend or even someone same sex. And you, you're embarrassed and, and it happened and it keeps popping up. I want to tell you something, change your playlist. You got to let it go, everybody. You got to let it go. Just because you have those thoughts, I mean, you have to dwell on it. You let it go. It happened. Let it go. Quit the guilt and the shame over that. There's some of you that made a bad financial decision and you keep beating yourself up because of, of what you did. Can I tell you, quit rubbing your nose in it. You never, listen, it happened and you got to deal with it, but just saying, oh, I'm so stupid because I did that. I'm so bad because it's not going to help you, everybody. You got to release it. And it's amazing once you forgive yourself and you release it, how God will send resources to help you out of it. Oh, I got a man. So you got that playlist. It's, oh, I'm bad. Oh, I'm bad. Oh, I'm bad. I'm bad. You got to stop it. So the way to, you can't erase the playlist, but what we can do is tape over it. Anybody remember the days that you could tape over something? Come on. Some of you got to Google it. See, did it? You can, some of you got to Google that. Like we had, a, we had a little cassette tape. You could tape over that, baby. Amen, everybody. Remember that? Thank God for Google. <laughs> what I want to tell you is this, is watch this. Now, how do I do that? The Bible says this, watch this, in Philippians 4 and 4. The Bible says, rejoice in who, everybody? Lord. When? Always. When? Always. When? Always. I say it again, what? Rejoice. Now, what is rejoicing? Rejoicing is re choosing to remember what the, the good that God has done for you. So let me ask you, in, in this room, has God, if God has answered a prayer in your life, at least one prayer, would you just raise your hand? Anybody in this room? Okay, all over this room, right? You can put them down. Now, you just remembered what God did, right? You know what that's called? Rejoicing. Didn't you feel good when you thought about what God just did for you? Didn't it? I mean, when you just remembered the prayer that, that he, he answered and, and it made you feel good. And the Bible said that's rejoicing. Is this recalling, remembering what God has done for you. And the, when did the Bible say you should rejoice? Always. When should you rejoice? Always. If you spend your time rejoicing, you don't have time to spend your time rehearsing and remembering your past. That is freedom, everybody. And last night, I began to think about in my own life. I began to think about all the prayers that God had answered for me. I remember that, that when Rhonda was about 27 years old, the doctor looked at her and said, you're going to die with cancer. You've got it. And I remember we got on our knees and began to pray and how God came through. And she doesn't have any cancer, everybody. It was God Almighty. I remember, I remember when our church was going under and I didn't know what to do. I remember calling out on God and God came through and we're here today. I remember how good he's been. How about you? It's time, listen, it's time for you to quit shouting about everybody else's life and remember what God has done for you and rejoice about your own life. Amen. Pull this out. 
I got to pray for you this week. We got to pray for you this week. So on this card, it says this, I will do my best to replace my guilt with what? Change the playlist. And you got the power to do it. Okay, remember our three words, everybody. I choose forgiveness. Even myself, I choose. When those feelings come, when those thoughts come, no, I release it. And I'm going to change my play. I'm going to rejoice. I'm not going to rehearse my past. I'm going to rejoice. The third thing I would tell you is this, is focus on your future. Now, remember, look what happened. Simon Peter denied Christ. Jesus made sure to say, hey, go get him and tell him to come. I want him to stop rehearsing his past. And the third thing he tells him, he wants to focus on his future. Now, let me just say this. Focusing on your past is like a bully pushing you down. Look at me, everybody. You know what I'm talking about, a bully pushing you down. That's what focusing on your past is. Focusing on your future is like a friend picking you up. Now, here's what I want to tell you. I want to tell everybody, I want you to look at me. Come on, look at the screen because I'm going to look right in that camera and I'm going to talk to you. I want to talk to everybody in the room. Would you please quit bullying yourself? Every time you tell yourself what a, what a sorry person you are because of your past, you are bullying yourself, and I don't like it. I don't like when people bully my friends, so please stop bullying yourself. Amen, Amen everybody? Amen. Be a friend to my friend and focus on the future to pick them up. This is what happened. Look what happens here. So Jesus meets with all the disciples. Before he goes back to heaven, this is what he says. When he finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said. You know that I love you. Jesus said, what do you say, everybody? Feed my lambs. Notice that. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you truly love me? He answered, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, what do you say, everybody? Take care of my sheep. The third time. How many times did, did Peter deny Christ, everybody? Three. Three. The third time. He said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus had asked him, how many times, everybody? Three. Do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, what do you say, everybody? Feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. Jesus was telling Simon Peter that he had to focus on his future. You know why? Because Simon Peter kept hearing the rooster crow in his mind. He was rehearsing his past. Every day he got up, he just thought about that rooster crowing because that rooster reminded him that he denied Christ three times. Sometimes you got to kill the rooster. Max Licato in his book, tells the story of a guy by the name of Booker T. Washington in his book called Fearless. Booker T. Washington lived in the day of slavery. He was a young boy. And he said every morning that when that rooster crowed, it was a reminder to get up before daylight and go out into the cotton fields and put a hard day's work in. He said, but when he was a little boy as well, that's when the Emancipation Proclamation happened through Abraham Lincoln. And freedom came. And he said, I remember the first morning of our family 
living in freedom. He said that morning, the first morning, all of a sudden, I heard the rooster, but it wasn't crowing. It had started to crow, but all of a sudden, then it started to scream. And he said, so I, I jumped to the window and looked out of our little old house, and I saw my mother chasing that rooster. <laughs> said she had an ax in her hand, and she was chasing that rooster. And finally, she caught that rooster. She cut its head off, and we ate it for dinner that night. And what I want to tell you is this, is the first act of freedom was to silence the reminder of your past. And that's exactly what Booker T. Washington's mom did. She silenced the voice of the past. And if you're ever going to be free, you got to kill the rooster, everybody, and release it by focusing on your future. Let me tell you this. Jesus told Simon Peter, you're now to feed the sheep, take care of my people. That's your job now. You know why? Because every time that Simon Peter took one step toward his future, he was taking a step away from his past. If you want to get better, you find your why. You find, stop thinking, of, stop asking, why did I do that? Why did I do that? Why did that happen? Why did I do you, you forget that why and you get your why for the future. Why am I here for, why am I still on this earth? What does God have for my, planned for me? What is my purpose? Why am I here? And I'll tell you, if you don't know, your plan is to feed God's sheep. Your why is to feed God's sheep. You are here for somebody else. And that's why we say do good, everybody. Because you are called by Almighty God to do good for other people. Amen? That's why this morning when you pulled up on the parking lot, there were people in that parking lot. What were they doing? They were doing good. You know why? Because they found their why. And they found their why. And every step that they take into their future is a step away from their path. When you check those kids in the kids area this morning, the reason you, those people are back there rocking those babies right now and taking care of those preschoolers and taking care of those elementary students. Why? Why would they do that? I'll tell you why. Because they realize that they got to feed God's sheep. And when they feed God's sheep, then all of a sudden they take a step into their future and away from their past. Amen, everybody. Tonight, there'll be, there'll be 100 teenagers here on this campus tonight, and there'll be people that'll be here that, that are dealing with those teenagers that, that love them. Why? Because they realize that they are called to do good for other people, no matter how they feel. And they'll be here tonight sharing the love of God with them by caring, and they're taking a step into their future. They're feeding God's sheep, everybody. And this Saturday, we have Serve Saturday, and there'll be people down on the square in McDonough that'll be praying for people. Why? Because we're taking a step into our future by feeding God's sheep. Amen, everybody. There'll be many of you this Saturday that'll go to a woman who has no money, who has nothing. But our church said that we're generous and we're providing funds to build this woman's house back that was destroyed. Why? Because we're feeding God's sheep, everybody. 
Stockbridge Community Church is all about giving you an opportunity for a better life through the love of Jesus Christ by giving you an opportunity to step into your future and away from your past. And all we're doing is inviting you in. Come on, come on, come on, everybody. Amen, everybody. Hi, this is Pastor Jeff again. I just want to say I hope you enjoyed today's message. If you would like to support God's work through Stockbridge Community Church, simply go to our website at secview.net. Again, that's secview.net and click the Give tab. We want to thank you again for being with us today. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.